<laughs> That's what Howard Stern says when he starts his show. Hey now. Uh, there's no Lianka today. So you're just going to have to deal with me for the next 45 minutes. Apparently she is, um, she's busy riding her bicycle from, I think, I think she said, uh, Den Haag to, um, to Arnhem. In fact, actually she sent me a, um, she sent me a voice note, uh, on WhatsApp just before we went, uh, or just before I started recording the show. I think she's very close to um uh to Arnhem. So that will probably explain why she's in a lot of pain. Seventy kilometers. I can understand why she's sounding like this. It's taking a toll. On her on her legs. On her knees. Mm. I know. Terrible. Mm. You're almost there. You're almost there, Lianka. Another. That's a deep breath. Another 15 kilometers, then you're in Arnhem. And you wanted to do this. No one encouraged you. Come on, you can do it. Do it for the team. There you go. So that is a, that's a Lianka. She sent me a voice note earlier. <laughs> Look, I am, I'm not saying anything bad about what she has done and what she's doing because I think it's terrific. I think um, I've never met anyone who's that interested and that into cycling, especially what, you know, what she does. I mean, she even wears Leica. She even gets, she even gets dressed in, um, and that's our cycling gear and all of that. So, you know, terrific job. I have nothing bad to say. It's just that uh, it just sounds like she's in a, in a hell of a lot of pain. But I guess, you know, that's what you get when you uh, cycle 70 kilometers. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I would love to, I would love to, to, to cycle from, from, Amsterdam to the nearest German town or the nearest Belgium town because you know a lot of people do that I'd like to do it just for the fun of it not because I want to set any challenges to myself so you know when things start to open up again maybe I'll do that so there you go that was uh, Lianka who uh, sent me that wonderful voice note on WhatsApp telling me, you know, she's almost at the border, at the border. She's almost at Arnhem, which is close to the German border. Wow. Uh, I don't, I, I had quite a productive weekend. Um, I managed to do some, uh, some things in the studio, which I'm quite chuffed about. I managed to change a few things around. I managed to, uh, re rearrange and re, position certain uh, sound blocks because you know we've all we've got acoustics here in the studio so I managed to readjust a little uh, some of those blocks because it just to me it wasn't sounding that right you probably don't even notice it because you're listening on your phone or your earphones so you don't hear it as much as I do but uh, the acoustic sounds a lot better than what it was so I'm quite chuffed about myself 
much of that I managed to be productive over the weekend. Um, I went to um, I went to a party on. It was supposed to be on Saturday, but they moved it to Friday because the weather on Saturday was just going to be disastrous. So, yeah, I went to this party and. You know, I just, I, this is when I realized I'm getting old and I'm just not, I'm just not meant to go out to these kinds of things. I never used to like going to these things anyway, but on Friday, it made me realize, it made me realize that this is the, this is, this is the thing I'm getting old because it was, I don't know, it must've been 1030, almost 11 o'clock. And I decided, okay. I'm going to do one of those sneak out the back entrance so no one can see me and go home. And you know what? I felt great. I got back and uh, I watched uh, I watched some stuff on Netflix and, uh, and I went to bed. It was terrific. I felt great. I think I think it was just also, you know, maybe maybe it was just uh, the environment. I don't know what. Or maybe it's just I'm... Um, I'm just getting old. I think that's what it is because, you know, people were trying to talk to me and they were trying to get me into the mood. And you know what? I, I was just like, nah, I just, I, I, I just wasn't in the mood. So I, I, I felt good once I came home. You know, I got home, watched a bit of Netflix, and uh, that was my Friday night done. And then obviously on uh, Saturday, I think, or Sunday, I was here at the studio busy uh, playing around with some acoustics in the studio. So I had quite an inter- interesting weekend. I mean, for you for you guys listening, you probably think this is a pretty boring weekend. But for me, this is a fantastic weekend. Shame. Uh, it is very, very sad what happened in... Um, in Italy uh, yesterday. Uh, if you've been living underneath a rock, a uh, a cable car, or in fact, a few cable cars in, in the northern part of Italy uh, managed to snap uh, off, the, off the cable and crashed into the mountains. And I think the latest I read uh, today, there were 14 or 15... Uh, casualties uh, amongst those were children which makes it even more sad and you know I, I read this last night and I thought you know what I better start in enjoying my life a little bit more you know although I don't enjoy going out I mean I'm more of a I'm more of a uh, you know on a Friday night stay home have some drinks maybe watch a movie. I'm that kind of person. I enjoy going out and socializing, but I'm not a I'm not a nightclub person. I never was a nightclub person even when I was 18. I just never enjoyed that whole that whole uh, environment. In fact, I remember the last time I went to a nightclub was in Amsterdam. And I went with some people who I was living with. It was some Brazilian uh, nightclub uh, in central Amsterdam. And I remember saying to 
uh, to the person, I'm bored, I'm going home. And I think I was there for, I think I was there for half an hour. Uh, it's just not me. I, I, it's overpriced, a nightclub. That's where you get Corona in a nightclub. You don't get it from bats. You get it from nightclubs because the music's so loud. The music is shit. And because the music is so loud, you're forced to, to, to shout at the person. And obviously saliva comes, uh, comes out of your mouth and onto you. Mm, mm, mm. That is a hotspot for Corona. That, places like that must just stay closed. They mustn't open again. I don't care if you are a nightclub a nightclub owner or you're a DJ. You must just stay closed. I'm just not into that kind of environment. I never was. To me, I if I go out, I have drinks with friends, we laugh, we have a good time, and then we go home. That's my idea of, of going out. I've, I've never been into paying money. Why must I pay money to go and dance and enjoy myself? It just doesn't make sense that. And then you get to the bar and the bar is overly priced. It's just... Places like that are, are a no-go for me. I'm not saying you I'm not saying you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't go out, but to me, I it, it's not my thing that. Not my thing. I'm more of a you know, stay at home, have a glass of wine or whatever I have. Chill and unwind. And obviously if I have friends over, then you know, I'll I'll, you know, be a good guest and, you know, have some drinks. Uh that's my kind of my kind of way of of enjoying myself, but uh, this uh, this this accident that happened in Italy, shame. I feel terrible because it it made me realize that I need to actually start enjoying myself. I mean, I'm thirty years old. I might have. I'm thinking I might have another thirty years left of me. Which I think you know, sixty years old. That's a pretty good innings. Think anything over that is good, but I don't think I would want to live until I'm 65 or I'm 70. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying by the time I get to 60, I'm gonna abuse myself. I just think that when you come to a certain age, and I, I I've spoken about this on the show numerous of times, but I, I just think that when you get to a certain age in your life and Someone has to help you do something that before you never used to have a problem doing, like wiping your ass or getting dressed. Then I, to me, I, I see no point of me being here anymore, being on this earth anymore. But that's just my view on it. it I, I, I don't think I, I need someone to help me wipe my ass or help me get dressed or bathe me. If I can't do those three basic human fundamentals, there's no point of me being on earth. But that's just me. That's just how I, I've always seen this. But, you know, I'm 30 years old. So I need to start appreciating life more often. I mean, life is precious. You know, one moment, you know, you are with your family, you're in a cable car, and then that's it. You're gone. It's terrible. Very, very sad. 
And uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't really get worked up about stuff like this. I think maybe because you know, I never really used to think about it a lot. I never used to put too much thought into it. I never used to let it affect me that much when you know I was still in my twenties. But I think now that I'm in my thirties, and you know, I'm looking at settling down. You know, I've got Amsterdam Lab I need to take care of. I've got some other things that uh, are coming up and that have started. In fact, I've started something new today, which I'll get onto later on in the week. Very exciting. And I think I just need to start, you know, settling down and enjoying the finer things in life that I never used to take advantage of. And I think this this uh, this crash in in Italy has, you know, woke me up and made me realize, you know, time is, is precious and so is your life. Shame. It's very, very sad and uh, I feel I feel terrible for, for, uh, for, you know, the families and I feel terrible for the people that lost their lives in this, um, in this accident. It's, it's very, very sad. Now, I just need to find myself, you know, speaking of settling down, I just need to find myself um, someone who I don't know. I mean, I think any girl, any woman that wants to date me has got really low standards or they're just really desperate. But I think what's, what, what's, what's really annoying me is that, you know, there's someone who... There's someone who I find really attractive. And the thing is, I don't even think they know I exist. Which is, it, it, it bugs me. That's, that's, this is the thing, it, it bugs me. Because I don't even think they know that I exist. So, that's what, that's what bugs me. You know, people should say to me, yeah, but wait, you should, you should go and talk to them. Yeah, I could. But I wouldn't want to make an ass of myself. And I'm not even talking about rejection. I just don't want to make an ass of myself. So this is the thing. This is the problem I have. This is the dilemma I have. Anyway, enough about me blabbering on about how sad my love life is. And me talking about someone who doesn't even know I exist. Just realize life is precious and we need to start uh, we need to start enjoying ourselves from now actually. Enjoy the minutes, enjoy the seconds, enjoy your life and uh, appreciate what you have because you never know it might just uh, it might just end like that. All right, let's get into some news. I don't want the show to sound or um, Sad and emotional and wrist slitting and all of that. Um, some interesting things happened uh, in the news over the weekend. Uh, one of the one of the highlights is um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the highlights. 
happened on the weekend was that um, the UK finished last in the Eurovision Song Contest, <laughs> receiving, receiving zero points. Honestly, I don't even know why they even bother uh, doing this thing. And to my knowledge, I don't even think it's compulsory. I don't even think you have to take part in it. Because it's not like the Olympics where you, you're forced to it, you're obligated to do it. The Eurovision Song Contest, to my to the best of my knowledge, I don't even think it's you have to. It's compulsory. I don't. I don't think so. But it's just funny that uh, it's the fifth time that the UK has come last, and it's the second time it's received zero points. Uh, the BBC says that uh, James Newman, uh, who was the guy who was representing the UK, by the way, I didn't watch the uh, Eurovision Song Contest. I didn't need to because it was well publicized all over social media. But uh, James Newman... Uh, put on a brave face, smiling and cheering as uh, he received the bad news. Uh, Italy won the contest. And by the way, um, apparently these Italians, apparently there's a big uh, uh, saga against them because apparently they were taking cocaine. I don't know how true this is. Apparently it's been all over Dutch news that uh, these Italians... Were taking some cocaine. I didn't. I didn't watch it, so I can't comment. So I can't. I cannot say that. You know, I can't. I couldn't tell by their body. Their body language. But apparently, they were taking some cocaine. Um, and uh, they won the Eurovision Song Contest with the song Ziti e Buoni. So, there you go. I just found it funny that uh, the UK... Is there anything they are actually good at doing? I mean, the, look, the only reason they're good at rugby is because they've got, a, they've got an Australian coach, and they've got one or two South Africans that play rugby for them. Their cricket team, they've got a few South Africans that play for them. That's why they're good. I think that's actually why the South African cricket team is shit, is because the good players are now playing for England. So that's why they are good. Uh, football? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're okay. I wouldn't say they're going to win the Euros. I wouldn't put money on that. But is there anything they're actually good at doing? It's, it's just hilarious. No matter what they do, they just seem to be just really shit at the years, but the year of vision song contest. It's hilarious. Um now this is this is very good. I welcome news like this. Uh Steve Mashiyawa uh, has become the first black billionaire uh, to join the Sunday Times Rich List uh, with wealth estimated uh, to be that of 1.87 billion pounds. It's terrific news. Uh, he's a Zimbabwean and he owns a, telecom a telecommunications company. Now, he fled uh, civil unrest in uh, Zimbabwe at the age of seven 
and uh, he later waged a five-year battle against the then uh, dictator, Robert Mugabe, uh, to launch his business. Now, he is currently trying to secure enough vaccines uh, for Africa's 1.3 strong population. That is terrific news. And uh, if it's anything to go by, I'm pretty sure he's going to uh, succeed at uh, securing enough vaccines for, uh, for the African population. I mean, if he can, if he can battle against, the, against uh, Robert Mugabe, I'm pretty sure he can secure enough vaccines for uh, Africa. Terrific news. I welcome news like this. Now, um, construction of Amazon's new fulfillment center in Connecticut uh, was paused yesterday after the discovery of seven nooses uh, at the site. Uh, nooses are, um, uh, what, is the na- what is the name for it? A piece of rope that you hang someone with. That's what a noose is. It's a, it's a rope and it's tied it's tied in a loop, indicating that you're going to hang somebody. So that's what a noose is. Uh, police say that they are investigating the incident as a potential hate crime, uh, along with the FBI's civil rights decision. Um, and Amazon spokesperson said that hate, racism, and discrimination are not tole- are not tolerated in any of Amazon's workplaces. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, some good news, some very good news in um, uh, coming towards the, towards the Netherlands. Uh, weather experts say that conditions will finally change next week. Uh, experts say that a new front will leave us with temperatures in the mid to high teens with occasional sunny spells. Now, the Netherlands... Uh, the Netherlands as a whole has already exceeded its total expected rainfall for the whole month of July. So that is terrific news. I mean, honestly, with the amount of rain that we've had, I am surprised that this country has not sunk. I'm surprised we haven't turned into Venice. It's crazy how much rain we've had. I mean, it was terrible today. It was horrible. So good news indeed. Very, very good news. All right, everybody, that wraps up the show for today. I thought I'd keep it very short and sweet. Uh, we will be back on uh, Friday. Lianka's going to be here. She's going to be telling us all about her uh, her 70K uh, ride that she had from Den Haag to uh, Arnhem. I'm sure she's going to have uh, enough time to have uh, rested from her... From her, uh, from her seventy k ride, but um, let's let's just see. I think when she sent me that voice note, uh, she was she was around fifteen uh, k from her house. So let's just get an update on how she's feeling and how you know how her body is reacting to cycling all the way from uh, from Den Haag to uh, Arnhem. Still suffering. Mm. I don't know why you do this to yourself, Lianka. Mm. Take a hot bath. 
You'll feel better. Mm, I know. Terrible. Mm, this is what you're going to sound like for the whole week. But you know what? I encourage you. We all encourage you here on Amsterdam Lab. Well done. Well done. All right, everybody. Have a terrific week. And we will chat on Friday. Get on me, Alan. Min wadi mi yitem.